recording. Look good? Uh, yeah, so obviously um, I told you last week I wouldn't have a laptop tonight to do this. Remember I said I was having some issues, I'm going to have to send it into no, down. fry out mode. Yeah, so that's unfortunately that didn't happen. Um, so, But fortunately I've got the laptop tonight to record, but I've had to re-download all the software. Codes. Because I had to um, delete it all to send it off. Never a dull day in the tech game, is there? So I'm not sure, it looks good, but... Again, like I've only re-downloaded tonight. I've had to reprogram everything, so we'll see how it comes out. We've never had a real issue, though, have we? <laughs> a couple of hiccups on the way. After all the is. bullshit and how many times we thought we fucked up, but we've gotten through <laughs> it. Um, all right, let's clap it in. All right, let's do it. Let's clap it in on three, two, two one. He's definitely, uh, I think everyone in the week, Adelaide have come out and said it's going to be a low-scoring game, so they're, they're pretty straight to the word. They don't talk a little of uh, And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to all the listeners out there, all the Draft Legends family playing at home, we are back and you are listening to another episode of the Supercoach Draft Legends. Round four done, round five incoming, season is well and truly underway now, ladder taking shape, big results this week, some big tips this week. Um, you've had a big weekend this weekend, Steve. Uh, big pod tonight. All happening. Uh, let's get into it. I am your host, Mr. Untouchable. And joining me again tonight, a little bit dusty, but joining me again tonight, my co-host, the big motherfucking popper chronic. That's a track to get you up and about. Let's, go. Let's fucking go. Uh, dream of pleasure to be here. What are we? 6.26, Wednesday, 13th of April. Long weekend upon us. What's not to love? Uh, it's been a big round four. Let's not fuck around. Let's get into it, eh? Well, let's start with the weekend, Steve. Um, <laughs> just an early one. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to put it in the YCBS section. I'm just going to get it out of the way now. But you claim that you did not watch one second of footy on the weekend. No, I didn't uh, keep track of it at all. Mm. Uh, at the GP for three days. Uh, How too, was? Uh, too old for three-day benders these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, great time, though. watched about 20 minutes of actual racing. Um, so it was a great day, though. Well done. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy you've rolled up, though. That's have, the main I have, thing. I have. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, I'm slagging you off a little bit, but you're in good shape. No uh, slag. No slag needed. And you weren't actually late at all today. I was actually the late one. We had a little bit of an issue. Yeah, I was um, just chilling on the couch. You were chilling on the couch. I was in the gym downstairs. I told you I was going to the gym. You assumed I was going to the gym. To the physical so you gym. Just were waiting here. I was watching the chase. You were watching the chase. How was it? Uh, good. Fucking chased it at the. Uh, what's his name? The head honcho didn't get there. Got smashed in the last round. But uh, no, nah, very good. Apparently, good there was an absolutely looter chase last night. They're quick. Um, on, they're quick on the answers. So I listen. To, I don't know if anyone out there listens to AFL Exchange with Cal Toomey, Riley Beveridge, and um, Mitch Cleary. All fuck with. Oh fuck! It's a great pod. Love the pod. Um, weekly pod, and um, they're big fans of the chase. And they were started their recording yesterday, and there was a chase going on. 
and they apparently the chaser chased down ninety six thousand dollars. That's a that's a monster. That's monster the most chase. ridiculous chase he's ever seen. Big fans of the big fans of our pod actually. Yeah, um, shout out actually they, the NFL um, exchange and the, uh, big when, fans of the chase. When they chase down the the big dogs go quick. They can hammer out the questions. Yeah. Very knowledgeable. I wonder what they do for a cross though. Is it your favourite game show? Uh, it's probably the first time watching a couple of years, so I'm not going to go that far. Favorite cool. game show? Mm, what are game shows? I guess probably. Oh, who wants to be a millionaire? The Chase, Wheel of Fortune, when it was on, Price is Right. Price is Right. Price is Right. Nice. Yeah, good at picking the numbers. Cool. Well, right. the Price is Right tonight. We're going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't that good, Crowd's but happy. crowd like it. Um, they're going to get into it now. So. Um, we're getting the head to head to head results from round four. Fuck. First game this week. The Petersons outfit with a score of twelve fourteen takes down the reigning defending Scribe V three with a score of eleven fifty. It was pretty tight. Uh, there was a lot of exchange between myself and Scribe over the weekend. Um condolence to Scribe, but um I was just a little bit too good this week for him. Uh, he'll be disappointed with that score. Um. Yeah, not much else to say here. Was I it guess. comfortable? No, no. It came down the side. Uh, it came down to the last game, and I was well and truly behind heading into the game. I needed three tons to even give myself a chance from Weller, um, Gresham, and Hewitt, and uh, they all tunned up. So I won. Happy days, then. Yeah, but it was looking grim halfway through the Gold Coast game, and uh, Noah Anderson was going absolutely bananas in the first half. Scrub was disappointed. He's scoring half decently, uh, better than average. Just I uh, can't get the dub coming up against the wrong people each week. Yeah, shout out to the, uh, the reigning defending champ. It was a good hit out. Looking forward to he'll another be, he'll one. He'll bounce back um, later on in the season. Next game, the Baggies will score twelve hundred. Defeats the previously undefeated division killer with a score of eleven thirty one. Steve, you went the uh, the Baggies. You gave them the respect. I went division killer, the undefeated team last week. Uh, the baggy's too strong, too good, too much, uh, too much for the division killer this week. Up to moves up to three and one this season. That's big for the baggies. He'll be wrapped about that. Um, clap that in. It was, it was a great win, actually. Division killers. He'll be there thereabouts. Off to a great start. Um, yeah, he'll be back next week. It's a good game. I've got the Green Demons with a score of eleven seventeen, defeated by the Blazers. Shout out the Blazers. Uh, with a score of eleven ninety two. He was confident. Uh, he was our last week's caller. And um, he, he made actual light work of the Green Demons this week. Green Demons got a couple of issues at the moment. After a couple of big scores earlier, he's dropped the, dropped the ball a little bit, I would say. But uh, yeah, to watch his space there. Demons will be Demons. there, thereabouts. I'm expecting... I'll probably going to tip him this week to get off the mark, I think. Wow, okay. There you go. Bit of respect for him. Shout out to the Mints. Uh, next game, we've got the Cron Hunter. We'll score ten fifty seven, defeated by... Get on the Gearies. Fuck yeah. Uh, score of 11.34. It's just another cheap win from the Gearies. Barbara Streisand. He's getting lucky. He's simply running good right now. He's just coming up against the right teams at the right time, and that's all you can do. He's coming up against rubbish at the moment. Yeah. Um, I don't know how this went. Um, good. Well done. Uh, I spoke to him on Friday night when I got home. Um. 11.34, I mean, yeah. I mean, it took me to the cleaners, really, as as I still stand by. I'm untippable currently as it stands. Nice win, though. Handy win for Get on the Gear. Just mm. chalking those dubs up. 3-1 on the Perfect. year as well. So congratulations there. 
Uh, next game here, this one's stiff. This is the Hueys. Make me Hewitt with a score of 1298. Marginally and only marginally misses out on a Hutto club, but uh, defeats the crypto coach with a score of 1174. The story was the Hueys here. Uh, he had that many dramas going on. He should have probably scored 1,400. He had Tom McCartan, um, who was going off at the time, uh, get subbed off at half time uh, with a head knock, finished on 50. Will Day, the same thing, head knock, second quarter, finished on 50. They could have easily both tunned up, and that would get him a 1,400. And, he was uh, Dange. He was Dange at the moment. Dange, yeah. If you're probably the best drafted side in the league, and um, those sort of scores, they're going to win you win your ships this season. Crypto, unlucky, decent score. Just uh, came up against a better opposition. He did. Uh, moving on, we've got Burn to a Crisp with a score of eleven thirty nine. Defeats Cotton King of the North eleven thirty five. Four point win there for Burn to a Crisp, and a huge win for him. Uh, he's got to take these wins. Any anything chalk on the board until his side gets back. He'll be wrapped about it. Cotton, disappointing though. Now, I'm going to assume you don't know what happened with that game. Absolutely not. It was a draw. Oh, it was a stack, cock, stack cocky. It was a re, it was a re, um, what, are they, what is it called? A recount, I guess. Um, no, it's called something. We call it all the time. A scaling. Scaling. It was scaling, a rescale. Scale. And uh, Bernard Crisp had three players and Cotton had one player in the last game. And um, yeah, Crisp, unfortunately uh, enough for himself, got the uh, the higher end of the rescale on King of the North. Um, another one, another draw and rescale loss uh, as a, he had one last season too. So. He'll be dirty on that. It was a good hit out. He would be dirty on that. And Crisp, much need a win for the Crisps. There's two and two. He's back in it now. Back in the hunt. That was huge, that game. Next up, we've got uh, Timbo Slice, my man, 10.52, defeated by the coach of the decade, the Wanners, 11.95. Uh, how you doing? Keep moving. Nothing to see here, really. Anything you want to add? Nah, Wanners just doing one of things. Undefeated, 4-0 in a year. Top of table, top score in the league. Outright as well. Too easy. Uh, next up, we had our matchup of the week. Uh, Nigel Nunga, the disappointing score for the Nung, 10.41, defeated by Bluey's Backyards, uh, 11.29. To, it's a statement from Bluey's Backyards, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a good win. Those scores, he needs to bump those numbers up. They're rookie numbers. Three and one on the year, he's up there. Nung on a bit of a schneid, but uh, he's a good manager. He'll be there, thereabouts. Yep. And rounding out the round four action, we had Can't Guard Mike with an impressive score of 12.04. Uh, defeats in what's considered an upset, in my opinion. Uh, defeats 2P Reza, 11.68. That's a fucking it's really a good win, win from um, Car Guard Mike. He'd be rough with that, Tomo. It's big. 2PR, he feels like he's been stiffed on that one with the Crips injury. What did Crip end up on? Oh, he got subbed off in the first quarter. So Hamstring. Hamstring. Not sure what he finished on, but 2PR is <laughs> claiming he lost that for that. And um, probably rightfully, it's a rightful claim, but um, no, at the end of the day, he's, he's got to eat the L. Yeah, you've got to eat it. And um, Car Guard Mike... Take absolutely nothing away from him. Great win. It's, uh, it's a 2 P down six spots as well, so uh, he'll be there, thereabouts. He's on a bit of a schneid. Said everyone's going to be there, thereabouts. Maybe not, but uh, yeah, he'll be disappointed. No Hutto clubs this week, Steve, unfortunately. No. Uh, the Hueys just misses out, but uh, more importantly, <laughs> no pop clubs. Second week in a row, I believe. League is strong. League is making moves. A couple of us that are teetering on that edge, though. Uh, there is, but uh, at the end of the day, we're all, we're all uh, over the uh, thousand mark. So, big shout out to the league. We'll take it. Uh, top scorers from round four. Steve, there was a few in there. What's the cutoff? 135. Disappointing. Yeah, we want to get that up there. But um, topping the charts this week is Max Gorn with a score of 160, owned by Get On The Geary. There it is. 
That's your number four well, pick in the draft. Averaging 114 on the year now, so nothing to turn your head to. First round pick there, forget on the Geary. Uh, second scorer, 158, Jack McRae again. Familiar face. There you go, Jack McRae, owned by Can't Guard Mike. 131 average on the year. That's why you pick Jack McRae. He's just a model of consistency. He's great to have on your team. Third pick in the draft and, uh, yeah, just a great pick. Uh, we've got Jared Witts, a little bit of a surprise here. Impressive. 154, owned by the Hueys, 113 average on the year. Uh, he's a seventh-round pick, so he slipped in the draft a little bit as a ruckman. They all went pretty early. Jared Witts slipped a little bit. We knew he was going to have a good year. We talked about it preseason, Steve. Uh, it was just a matter of who got him and where, and um, the Hueys is reaping the rewards for that pickup. Got Rory Laird here uh, by the Green Demons. What a pick. Uh, 143 this week. Uh, 118 average on the year. So he's just come back from injury and he's, he's doing plant. Second round pick. Great pick from the uh, from the men's. I know he was chasing him. So uh, great pick there for the Demons. Jaden Stevenson, owned by the Wanners. 139 points. Was actually drafted by Get on the Geary. Get on the Geary's dropped him in previous weeks. And uh, the Wanners picked him up off the waiver. So just shrewd move from the from the Wanners. Coach of the decade spec. Uh, doing plant. 139, 79 average on the year. Um, yeah, it's a great pick. He yeah. wanted to palm him off last week. Um, didn't, want to, didn't want to bar of it, but uh, you hold that and look what happens. Sure, he's anyway. happy with it now. Uh, number six on the week, we had uh, Justin McInerney, also owned by the Wanners, uh, with a score of 137 with a 95 average on the year. Tenth round pick, so some good value there for the Wanners. Uh, number seven on the week, we had the Bont, um, owned by the Cron Hunter, score of 136, 116 average on the year. Need him to lift, uh, simply need those scores more regularly. Sam Doherty uh, with a score of 135, owned by Bluey's Backyards, 119 average on the year, or 125 average on the year, I should say. Uh, fourth round pick, so Bluey getting some good value there as well. Jack Sinclair coming in at number nine, owned by the Division Killers with a score of 135. 116 average on the year, 10th round. This is starting to look like one of the picks of the draft. He is doing extremely well at the moment. Um, uh, if you were Jack Sinclair owner as the vision killer is, or if you were Jack Sinclair, you'd really just want Zach Jones not to come back to the club. You'd want Hunter Clark not to come back into the midfield mix. Um, he's really reaping the rewards of those players being out. St. Kilda seem to be getting that shit together. They're looking strong at the moment. There we go. And number 10 on the week, we had Zachy Williams, owned by the Cron Hunter, score a 135, 95 average on the year. Seventh round pick, that'll do, but uh, a lot bigger fish to fry elsewhere for the Cron Hunter, that's You'd for sure. You'd be happy with Zach Williams, though. I mean, yeah. you had him last year, it was disappointing. You went for him again this year. Yeah. We talked about him pre-season. We thought he was a little bit of a sleeper. You've picked him up in the seventh round. He's one of your best picks in your team, easy. If not the best pick at the moment. The only pick, I think, should be the correction on that. But, mm. uh, hey, we're building on form here. Uh, hopefully those boys can keep it going next week. Congratulations to all the coaches that own those players. And congrats to those players. Uh, great scores. It's where you want to be. With the good scores come the shit scores. These are the stinkers. It's uh, this week's cat of the week. As mentioned, cats of the week nominees must be owned by a team. Um and they may or may not have affected their chances of winning. Nothing on the waiver. Minimum 50% time on ground. Quick shout-out again, Brad Hill. Uh, doing plant on and off the circuit. Big fan of the pod. We're a big fan of his. Uh, this segment is in in straight up in... Well, what's the word for it? 
in dedication to Brad Hill. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't for the, if it wasn't for Brad Hill, the segment simply would not exist. So big shout out to Brad Hill. Hope you're doing well. Shout out. Going to hold the cat queue to the end. Who are your nominees this week? We've got the Warpedo, James Warple, 37.72% time on ground, owned by the Cron Hunter. I believe he's, he a, had, he's a weak dog. I believe he had four. He is. I believe he had five touches, Steve, as an inside mid. That's that's not good enough. That's worthy cat. That is worthy cat. He's officially on the shit list. Uh, I was treading on very thin ice out of there at the Cron Hunter. He, he's he's going to get a queue. He deserves a queue. Not sure whether he takes the cake this week, but he deserves a cat queue. Um, Jack Gunston, 20 points, 88% time on ground, owned by Get on the Geary. Isaac Rankin, 39 points, 78% time on ground, owned by Burnt to a Crisp. Ben Ainsworth, 38 points, 70% time on ground, owned by Timbo Slice. Luke Parker, this is it doesn't feel right having him there, but worthy. Luke Parker, 39 points, 83% time on ground, owned by the mastermind Nigel Nunga. And we've got Jake Lever rounding it out, 30 points, 87% time on ground, owned by Can't Guard Mike. They were this week's nominations. That actually reminds me of Jake Lever. Um, saw him at the GP on Sunday, next to him up on above pit lane. Absolute wanker. Um, get him off the team as soon as I could. Simply not a GB. Um, saw a lot of other people there happy to get involved. Jake Lever, I know you play AFL football. Doesn't hurt. Man is a friend this world, put it that way. Weren't happy with him, Steve. No, not happy at Jeez, all. you are fuming at the moment. I was not. I, I mean, Bont was there. We gave him a little Dion. Showed you the Dion pick. Yeah, that, you that did. was huge. Jake Lever, simply, simply not in that class. So donuts or disrespectful or not the time of day or just arrogant. What uh, was it exactly? It was a little bit from A, B, and C to be honest. Yeah, uh, okay. Very, very co- uh, peacock vibes. Yeah, just wasn't about him at all to yeah. be honest. All right, he's well, on, he's officially on the do not draft list. Wall of shame potential. Maybe a nominee later on in the season, depending. Yeah, what um, happens? You'll have to do something for Can't Guard Mike for uh, to get off that list. All right, take it over, Steve. That brings us to the official cat of the week. Um, as much as I would love to give it to Jake Lever, it is officially going to. It's an easy one here. It's Jack Gunston. <laughs> Score of 20 points. Owned by Get on the Geary's. Uh, three touches, two kicks, two marks, one free kick against. Zero contested possessions. Um, what's that? 88% time on ground. That is Cat of the Week material. That's why we do this segment. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> oh, that's an ordinary performance from Jack Gunson. He's better than that. Um, he looked like he was going to be an absolute steal uh, earlier on in the piece when um, get on the gear with a shrewd draft of him. And um, look, he's in the shit basket right now. That's an ordinary game. He's a bit of a downhill scare at the moment, Jack Gunson. When they're going well first two rounds, he's performing. They get slapped around the last two weeks and nowhere to be seen. Three touches, fuck me. When push comes down to shove, the uh, the real cats come out, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they do. That was uh, that was this week's cat of the week. He'll go to the nomination, Jack Gunston. I, I remembered who that name was that we were missing last week. We had Tim Carley, Aaron Hall. Um, now I can't remember whose last week's was. Um, we got Jack Gunston, but the week in between was Jack Higgins. Higgins, remember he he didn't shy. He sharked. Um, Jade Gresham didn't oh, give that right. handball. Oh, that's right, he did. That was a, a nom That's well a contender. For, that's a front runner for mine for Cat of the Year. Well, Tim Kelly's up there at the moment, actually. <laughs> Just another nightmare when it rains. It it's pours. a really good basket this season. So um, everyone knows about the nom show at the end of the year. Really looking forward to that. But, um, yeah, some good nominations building at the moment. Footy news, Steve? 
Uh, short week, obviously didn't watch a hell of a lot, so got a couple of points here. Firstly, Ken, Ken Hinckley officially on the hot seat after a zipping four start. Uh, not great for a preseason finals contender, I guess. Uh, does he last? Um, no. He does, he, doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't last. Um, One more loss. Around. Oh fuck! If he if he loses this week, it's it's fucking close. Yeah. Oh uh, no! I think he's probably expected to lose to Carlton this week. Even though I think they'll give us a run for our money, but geez, round seven or eight, if he's if he's fuck, if he's one and seven or some shit, fuck, he could be gone. Over under round ten, Steve. You take it. I'll take unders. I'll take the unders fucking Hinkley, I guess. So he's going before round 10? Yeah. I'll take the overs then. We'll put it on the board. I don't have the cue, but uh, one, two, three. Put, put it on, on the board. board. All right. Next bit, we've got Big Dick Gil McLaughlin calls it a day after eight seasons. Um, obviously, he's done a bit for the game the last eight years. Got us through the old COVID years. Um, so on the big uh, big deal, $2.5 billion. Um, Created the AFLW comp three years in advance. Um, so shout out to Big Dick Gill. Who's the next man up, Dreamer? Talk of Brendan Gale, Travis Old. I want Tom Harley. I just like Tom Harley. Uh, you got a lane? Oh, shout out to Tom Harley. He's a bald man. We love bald man here. Absolutely. At the, um, draft legends. Zero feathers. It's a straight up it's a straight up no feather panel here. Um, so Tom Harley shit gets a shout out, but uh, for mine is Travis Old. Uh, I know the mastermind, the Noonga. He's a big fan. And uh, I just think he's a heavyweight. Uh, his name's always in the conversation when there's a big conversation being had in terms of AFL, whatever that may be. Um, he's the biggest name there, Travis Holt. I like Brendan Gale, but um, Travis Holt for mine, for sure. There we go. Got our two noms, I guess. Um, last bit of footy news. Uh, you actually bring this one to my attention, which is a nice little nugget here. So, obviously, next coach out with the Coco is uh, Brett Ratton, the rat. T's and P's. T's and P's, uh, speedy recovery, uh, Brett. Uh, Brendan Laid comes in to fill him, uh, and you provide this little nugget. All caretaker coaches that have filled in the top job at their club this year, in the absence of the head coach, have won. We had um, Ash Hansen at Carlton, Freo assistant in place of Justin Longmire twice. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Wow, that's, uh, that's the beauty of it. Jamie Graham is the Fremantle assistant coach, Steve. That's probably not good enough from you knowing the name. So it's that's Jamie right. Graham. That's, that'll be on me. Uh, Carousella for the truck. And now Lad gets his chance for St Kilda this week. Uh, Locked the Saints in for a W. Put your house on it, I guess. There, uh, stats don't lie. There may have been another one. I'm not too sure. But um, they're the four that jumped to mind for mine. Uh, 100% strike rate, as you said. Put your house on it. I don't even know who St Kilda's got this week, but... They're yeah. short. Give them the keys. Uh, they're going to win at 100%. Nice little nugget there. Not footy news related to Steve. Maybe you want to just tell everybody about it. What about that shooting in Brooklyn today? Well, T's and P's. That was, uh, that was horrible to watch, really. What exactly happened? Just quickly. Man, a man was on a, uh, a train, slapped on a gas mask. In Brooklyn, New York? Mm. Then um, dropped a smoke grenade and then started opening fire. So I hope everyone's all right there and hopefully uh, they catch the cunt soon, I guess. Peace and peace to our US listeners. I uh, hope everyone's doing okay out there, so shout out to them. Yeah, good call. That was our footy news. Thank you again, Steve. That must have taken you an eternity to do that one. <laughs> I was so. scrolling back through the news, that's for sure. But uh, we got it done. Ladder positions. Let's get to Supercoach now. Um, big week. 
it's taken shape. We talked about it off air, Steve. It's really starting to take shape now. We've got the Wanners, the undefeated Wanners, the undefeated coach of the decade. Huge. 4 0. He's the top scorer in the league with 5,000. He's the only, uh, only team to go 5,000 plus scoring points. So this, he's averaging about 12 fit. Jesus. 13. He's just doing Wanners things at the moment. So big shout out to him. Um, all on three and one, we've got the Petersons, the Baggies, the Blazers, the Backyarders, the Division Killer, and get on the gear. We're going to clap those in. <laughs> Rounding out eight and ninth spot, it's interesting. It's the Jaw Boys. It's the Hueys Ooh. and 2PR on um, two, two, and one, 2, 1, and 1. So valuable draw, Steve. True. Absolutely, uh, we're going to be saying it all year. Uh, They're half a there. game clear of the uh, the next spot, so that that one of them is going to make finals based on the draw at the moment. Two P Res and uh, Division Killers down a few spots this week, so uh, they'll be looking to bounce back. Yeah, two P R six down in the week, Division Killer four down in the week, so two uh, P R be absolutely filthy at that loss, and um, rightfully so, probably. On uh, two and two on the year, even Ledger, we've got the Nunga. We've got the Car Guard Mike's, Mike Thomas. We've got Burnt to a Crisp. Uh, that's in 10th, 11th, and 12th spot. So in the hunt, well and truly. This one's a bit of a surprising one. He's not used to having his name down here. And it is the reigning, defending, Scribe V3 in 13th spot uh, with one and three on the year. Also one and three on the year is King of the North and the Crypto Coach. And uh, rounding out the bottom three, um, unfortunately, at the moment, is the Green Demons in 16th, the Cron Hunter in 17th, and Timbo Slice rounding out the bottom of the ladder in 18th spot, 0 and 4 in the year. It's uh, it's a tough pill to swallow. It's tough looking at this ladder. Um, we'll bounce back. I'm confident Demons, Cron Hunter, Timbo all bounce back starting this week. After this week, no more losers. No more winless people, I should say. Great. Hopefully that works out for you. <laughs> Let's hope so. Zipping five is not where you want to be. Um, going to move on to the footy results and the injuries from week four. I know there was a few in there, so I'd like to get through these and have a look. First game of the week, Port versus Melbourne. Demons by 32. It was a bloodbath. That margin does the game no justice. Melbourne should have won by 100 points. Port, Ollie Wines. This was the interesting one. Ruled out for round five after a health scare. Diagnosis, uh, a trip. what is that? Atrial fibrillation. Trial fibrillation. So it was obviously a heart issue owned by the Blazers. Last year's grand, uh, last year's uh, Brownlow medalist. Um, big Blazers man. Shout out. Um, hope he's doing well because heart issues, no one likes to yeah, see him. Is a vaccinated related, Steve? Absolutely not. Oh, that's um, what I'm hearing it is. You reckon? I'm hearing it is. It's that, the noise. That Strong is noise my, around uh, it. That Strong is my, noise uh, around it. They're dropping like flies at the moment in the AFL. And it's all. Um, no, one, all no, one's had this, uh, no one's had this injury. Uh, I beg to differ. I'd like, I'll, I'll crunch the numbers um, at another stage. But um, well, how yeah, many I'm, players in the AFL? I'm hearing anti-vax. Uh, I'm hearing vaccination issue. Uh, how many players in the AFL? Six hundred fifty, roughly. I'm not too sure about that. To play in the AFL, you need to be vaxxed. So one in every six fifty. Not the best odds. <laughs> one, one in six hundred fifty people have a heart issue. Um, with the vaccination, I don't like those draw, odds. Long bow to draw at the moment. Don't We're like gonna those need some odds. more info out of port, to be honest. Um. Anyway, to watch your space for sure. T's and P's. I've uh, got Scott, Scott Lysett, uh, dislocated shoulder, in doubt for round five. It's looking more and more likely that he's definitely not going to play, owned by the King of the North. Cotton. Cotton. Um, 
excuse me, Geelong versus Brisbane, Cats by 10 points. Uh, this was on the Friday night, I believe. I was down in Byron at the time, so I was trying to watch it on the screen, having a few beers. Um, looked like a good game from what I saw. No major injuries. So Geelong, that's a pretty good win from Geelong. Uh, Brisbane's a serious contender this year. So Fuck, you smell that, by the way? It smells like garlic bread. Oh, my God, that it smells, smells good. off, doesn't it? Coming through the windows or something. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to Ash, the neighbour, and Lucy. Oh, it's um, doing heaps. cooking up a storm next door. Wow. Anyway, sorry to get sidetracked. No, no, I'm going to applause that. The crowd's happy about that. Um, kids are actually happy about that. Good to have them on board tonight as well. <laughs> They're back. Swans versus North. Swans by 11 points. Uh, Lance Franklin, finger, big buddy, two weeks, owned by division killers. I reckon that'll blow out to two, two to four, to be honest with you. I don't think they're going to try to rush him back. No need for it. Uh, Pies versus West Coast. Eagles by 13. Uh, this was an upset. Uh, big upset shout out alert. to the Pies boys. Over um, fours on the odds as well. So Jamie Elliott, AC joint, three months. Just can't stay on the park. Owned by DeBaggies. I think he owned him last season as well. Um, that's a 12-week injury. That's um, that's almost your year done, Jamie Elliott. That's unfortunate. It's almost welcome to Dumpsville if not done already. Oh, it would have to be done. You don't hold Jamie Elliott for three months. Um, Tigers versus the Doggies. Tigers by 38 points. Bit of an upset for mine. Uh, Alex Keith, hamstring injury. Four to six weeks. Owned by the Hueys. Dare say he'd be on the waiver now. Um, yeah, I didn't actually catch any of that game, but uh, decent result from Richmond. Uh, I tipped the doggies as well. So, yeah, Richmond, finding a little bit of form anyway. Mm. What do you got? Uh, moving on, we've got Freo versus the Giants. Freo just keep the, the bus rolling. Freo get up by 34 points here. No major injuries. Probably disappointing from the Giants. Um, Leon officially on the hot seat. Uh, Bombers v Crows. Bombers get up by four points. Good to see the Bomb Let's, <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Bye up. Up to win the Premiership flag. Carousel doing wonders. 100% strike rate for the interim coach. Love Blake Carousella. Blake's done. Well done. Blake Carousella, actually a sacred heart boy in Diamond Creek. Went to the same primary school as Blake Carousella. Oh, he's a real one. Absolutely. From the area. FTA, baby. FTA. No, he's a big listener, so uh, on your carry anyway. Uh, First win of the year for the Dons. Got to be happy with that. How's your heart going now? Mine's pumping. That's I'm I'm fired up. This GB, never been the played. Bomb never been go. played this the Essence song. So I obviously jumped in the the theme song. Then it's uh, it was nice of me. It'd be nice if you did uh, jumped in the Blues theme song once once a year, Steve. I just, all I do is drive ambition around here. True, uh, that's all I do. Um, you do. You actually drive this ambition <laughs> for this pod. If it wasn't for you, there'd be no ambition being driven. Uh, major injuries got Will Snell the Snelling. Uh, calf, probably a couple of weeks there. Owned by Scribe V3, the reigning defending Scribe V3. Next up, we had Hawthorne v St Kilda. Saints take the pants off the Hawks. <laughs> Winning by... Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of breath, man. Um, Saints oh. get up by 69 points. Major injuries include Will Day concussion off the hit from Paddy Ryder. What did you think about the hit? Uh, I didn't see a replay of it, but uh, I'll get around to it eventually. It seems like it was controversial. Look, people are going to hate me for saying this. I always take the side of the AFL for some reason. I don't know why, but we're trying, to, we're trying to stamp out concussions, are we not? It's a contact sport. As someone who's been concussed in my AFL career multiple times, or starting from under 10s. And did when, anyone get rubbed out Do you know that? who was the first person that KO'd me in a football game? The Hueys. In under 10s football, oh. under Friday Night Lights at Yarrambat, Huey shot. started my concussion career. Uh, he knocked me out cold, put me down on my ass on the wing, knocked me out in under 10s. I was nine years old, um, the Huey, so it's a bit of a rat hit. But Fuck, solid hit. As, I as someone who's suffered from concussion issues 
as recent as last year, and actually I had to stop playing football from concussion because I was getting very, very minor concussion and, and suffering um, severe, um, what's the word? Severe... Um, effects. Yeah, effects. Like side effect, effects. Yeah, side effects were severe for the actual um, concussion that I was getting. Look, I can't even talk right now. That's T's how and fucked P's. I am. T's and P's then. Um, so for mine, Paddy Ryder, look, at the end of the day, it was probably... He backed off a bit, but you've knocked him out cold um, and you've got two weeks. And we're trying to stamp it out and this is the way it's going, so get used to it for mine. What do you get? You got two weeks. You got two weeks. They challenged it. Um, The two-week stands. It's always controversial at the AFL, but when it comes to concussion, I think think it's fair just to just cop the whack because people are going to suffer down the track. You've seen, obviously, CTE and stuff like that in AFL players. Um. Concussion, serious issue. It's not a broken fucking finger. You know, it's your brain. It's so. a good call. It's a good call, but yeah, anyway, it's a watch this it's controversial. We're, we're getting into a dicey area here, aren't mm-hmm. we? Uh, um, Gold Coast. Day concussion owned by Make Me Hewitt. Gold Coast via the Blues in the upset of the week, you would think. Definitely. That or West Coast. Uh, Suns get up by 30, 30 points. Gold Coast, major injuries. Jack Lacocious leg one week owned by Cotton. And you mentioned it before, Carlton Paddy Cripps hamstring one week owned by the two PR, two PR owned by two PR. So I was at the game. Obviously, went down. I uh, went up the uh, Gold Coast with uh, the Hueys. Oh, how was flying? Yeah, up it was there. a great, great trip. Great trip overall. Ate well. Ate like a king. Love drank that. like a fish. Um, Snort like a boss, or I didn't. There was actually no snorting getting around. So big shout out to. The no drug users, I guess, um, yeah, uh, which we're not really fans of at all. But <laughs> shout out! Um, but yeah, no, just a really good weekend, spending some time with some quality mates. Good to catch up with Mitch Burton and um, Luke Memler. So shout out to them, Patches Rings as well, and obviously the Blazers. Oh, patches over all um, up there. Dave Mastrolarito, who's number one contender for a spot next year if it opens up. Um, but yeah, the game was ordinary. Uh, we, we started real hot first couple of minutes, then we just got blown out the park, and um, it was really disappointing to watch and. Um, unfortunately, I left halfway through the fourth quarter. I didn't actually even see out the game. Had enough? Um, Mitch Byrne had enough. He no, well and truly had enough. He Mitch, stormed, Mitch would not he have stormed been down the aisles, and unfortunately, he was my lift <laughs> out of there. So I had to go with him and uh, had to leave the Hueys there stranded solo. Oh, with his, uh, with the, with the Dale. But, um, yeah, look, it was a... A fiery Mitch is funny, though. It was. It was quite a laugh. I've got some videos. I'll give them to somebody to post on the socials. Yep. And um, we'll go from there. Love it. They were our footy results and injuries from round four. I'm going to move on to the waiver activity, Steve. Uh, anything that you liked or? Not particularly. Um, you're, not, you're not a big fan of the waiver, let's be honest. Uh, Jamie Allen has been dumped to the waivers actually as well. Got dumped on Tuesday. Okay. Um, just having a scroll through now. Darcy Look, Tucker. I'll kick it. I'll kick it off with you uh, dropping Lockie Ash and picking up the screw. Best nickname in the AFL, the screwdriver. Heads over to the Cron Hunter. He's a big Cron Hunter man. I believe you owned him at some point last year. But Lockie Ash, obviously you've bitten that bullet. It's a tough bite. Uh, he's, a, he's a dumb cunt. He's, he's, he's no longer <laughs> on my team the rest of the year. Don't care. Good riddance to whoever picks him up. Hope he does wonders for you. Um, I've ate the bullet. I've started in, what, four weeks now. I think he's averaging like 45. So enough's enough. How you doing? Keep moving. See you later. <laughs> Enough's enough. That's fair enough. Um, I liked a couple. Again, it's just to watch your space, as I usually say. Some are going to pop, some aren't. I love the Timbo Slice has just being active again. The Green Demons, again, being active. 
yourself being active. So Dom Sheed's the not cotton. Throwing it in. Yeah, it's an interesting one, Dom Sheed to Cotton. Obviously, he's injured for the next month or so or even plus. Uh, he's got a few injuries there as well, the King of the North. So it's an interesting waiver claim. But, um, again, it's a watch your space with that for this one. Um, Devin Smith to get on the Geary. Oh, I'm not a big Devin Smith good, fan. Good riddance. Uh, good luck. Not a big fan of Devin Smith. But, yeah, that was the waiver. Some are going to pop, some aren't. So watch your space. Trade Centre, Steve, we have a pending trade. We do have a pending trade. Currently, we have Darcy Tucker going to Dean Petersons uh, in exchange for Patrick Ryder. Trade got through this morning. I was having a look at the waiver last night. Didn't mind the look of Darcy Tucker. Uh, next in line to be dropped was probably Paddy Ryder or, or maybe Hugo Ralph Smith. Not really sure. One of them two or even Jake Bowie. But... Um, I knew that uh, Crisp has been chasing a ruck for some time, so... Um, Going to have to eat the two weeks there, old Crisp. He is, and look, Paddy Ryder's going to end up at the Waves and probably end up at some outfit, so I thought I'd do the half-decent bloke thing and offer him to Crisp for basically a waiver claim. So he probably gets uh, the upside there of Paddy Ryder... Oh, not the upside. I'll probably get the upside of Darcy Tucker on his day, but um, look, he gets his ruckman when he plays in Paddy Ryder, so it's a win-win for both. I think only it's a got fair the one, trade. I only got the one veto here at the moment as well. So not sure why. Through. It's an interesting veto. I don't see what's to veto it, but everyone's got their opportunity to veto and they're entitled to a veto themselves, so vote away. Just having a look. Yeah, still only one veto, so we'll get that one. Get I think it's a bit well. of a piss-take veto. We don't mind a piss-take here and there as long as not everyone jumps on board and you get a piss-take trade uh, that's cancelled, which It'll is be, ridiculous. The hit list will come out again if we need to. Um, but, yeah, that was the trade centre, so let's see if that one gets through tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to move on to our most favourite segment of this show, just about. It's where we get to hear from the Draft Legends family, the coaches, the listeners, everybody out there. Brad Hill, if you want to ride in at any point or wherever else. Um, it's this week's mailbag. Steve, you've got some mail. We've actually got nearly a full bag tonight. Full bag. So Two bags full. Let's um, all right, here we go. G'day, lads. Great to have you back on my radio. Off to a cracking start this year. Great stuff. A shout out. <laughs> Just thought I'd send in my first bit of mail for the year after a nice win on the weekend over the division killer. It was bloody great knocking off an undefeated team, but what made it better was knocking off a cheap. Barbara Streisand. That's a bar. I know the issue has been put to bed, but I really did think he brought the league in disrepute by doing what was done. Not only did another coach pick half the team, but it was none other than the reigning, defending Scribe V3. If it had have been Bluey's Backyards or Popper Cron, disrespectful, he could have got away with it. They both have ordinary track records over the last few seasons. That is a bob! Taji's stock getting in the draft just went down a bit, but uh, that's all right. We we love mail. Uh, the division killer should be should be down with the other auto drafters and just be a walk over win at this time of year. Uh, Luca and Mal's are good blokes, but made a mistake here. Not a great look for the league. Best supercoach league in Oz. Redeeming himself nicely. Looking forward to our matchup this weekend, Mister Untouchable. All the best, mate. Just to finish off, I'd like to give a big fuck you to 2P Reza, the trade rat. Looking forward to round nine to make it 2P's funeral. Barbara Streisand. Woo! <laughs> okay, guys, enjoy the night and go pies. Peace out to baggies. What a piece of mail. It's the front runner at the moment. It has to be. Has to be. Had it all. 
It was Barb riddled for starters. And um, look, he spoke his truth. Um, it's nice to get someone venting their frustration at that situation. And look, the issue is put to put to rest, but um, a lot of people are still holding on to some frustration. It's fair to be vented. So Absolutely. Vent away. The issue is now back up and about <laughs> um, all of a sudden. So, uh, yeah, look, let's get some um, let's get some thoughts in on that whole thing. Let's bring it back to life. Now, I really appreciate that piece of mail from the baggies. Quality, really looking forward to our matchup this week as well, mate. All the best. Uh, this one was... Obviously scheduled for last week. This was the one that we were talking about that didn't, um, unfortunately, didn't come through. Um, but it's come through tonight, and there's a little bit of history on it. Um, I spoke to this person, said, "Are we able to get some uh, that mail in? When's it scheduled for?" I said, "Five thirty. Said I'm not going to make it um, on the road at the moment on the freeway <laughs> driving from Werribee. Um, I put a bit of mail on it and said I was going to do a couple of things if the mail didn't come through. <laughs> Uh, he ended up pulling over on the M80, so a big shout-out. Which is a shout-out in itself. <laughs> That's a keen mail. Um, I haven't read it. I'm really looking forward to it. So here we go. <laughs> 2PR. The notorious 2PR here. I sit here peeling off the remaining few segments of burnt skin I endured during last week's roasting of 2PR. Oh, what a start. I've already clocked Dean Peterson's in the past and I'm more... I've already clocked one Dean Peterson's in the past and I'm more than happy to clock another. Oh, here we go. After I was wrongfully labelled Paz of the Week, I think we can safely announce three months early your award for Paz of the Year. How very rich of you. (laughs) (laughs) Dean Peterson's awards Paz of the the Week for a ruck Paz, even though it could go down as one of the most (laughs) strategical trades this year. Then goes on to announce complete termination of all socials and even throws own contact number in the bin. <laughs> Is there a legal issue going on? <laughs> oh my goodness. I lost it. Oh God. Is there a legal issue going on here? Or is it simply an undeniable buzz? Another thing I've picked up on is your fixation on a certain coach in the league. I soon might have to acquire the jewels of... (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I soon might have to acquire the jewels of life to assist me with (laughs) peeling your mouth off, making me Hewitt's... (laughs) Making me Hewitt's dick. (laughs) Holy fuck. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I'm crying. Um, If you pump up his mediocre team anymore, he may have have just burst. I hope now we can move forward and be civil (laughs) and settle our differences in round 13 when we go head to head. Last but not least, fuck you, Crips, for ending my undefeated run. Hashtag... Sodium's fucking leg. <laughs> oh. He gets his own cue now, the notorious Puff and Patty's our number one mailbagger. 
Uh, he, he's now the he's now the front runner. I apologise, Rians, but that is now the front runner, um, and worthy of his own own cue. Um, he's our number one mailbagger. He's our number one fan, or we're his number one fan. And um, really appreciate that mail there from Puff and Pat. That was uh, that was too good for mine. That was uh, that that clocked last week, last year's mail, I think. So, uh, look, I'll take that all in my stride. And um, <laughs> fair enough, I guess. Uh, that was good. I'm not going to dissect it individually, but uh, obviously he's a little bit disappointed with the way I've been treating him on and off the pod at the moment. Uh, probably fair. <laughs> and um, I have been in the Huey's ass lately. Jaws of life. I will admit that. Um, I have had my lips firmly wrapped around his <laughs> cock and, um, geez, I like the taste. It's been good. But, uh, look, we've been doing stuff together. We've been travelling and stuff together. So we've been Carlton men. We've been going to the games together. So, yeah, I'm just, in, I'm just in his ass at the moment. And um, <laughs> that's just how it's going to be for a minute. Yeah, so, well uh, again, appreciate that from Puff and Pat. How good was that? Apologise to the listeners. I could not get that out there. When, uh, when Puff and Pat... Shoot something through to the emails. We like to do them live. It's serious. Get um, instant. So that's with that. We've also got a lot, another late piece of mail, Steve. Um, <laughs> just came through to my text messages as we were recording. Short and sharp. Hey, gents. Anonymous here. <laughs> Anyone playing Lotto this weekend? If so, make sure to not include the numbers zero and four in your games. And I'm not talking about Timbo Slice. Can you guess who? Hashtag stop tanking, Cron Hunter. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll tell you what, this is the male uh, segment of all time. This is up there. Um, anonymous, did you say? Anonymous, yeah. Mm, surprise, fucking surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a basket tonight. You know what, that's... Um, if you weren't up and about, get up and about now. Really appreciate from all those uh, male baggers. No band conspiracies tonight. We're going to move on to the uh, AFL matchups and um, you know what, Steve... It's Pops Multi Madness. Oh, there we go. Smashing. Smashing. What a segment. Uh, How'd we go last surprise, week? Surprise, surprise. We did not hit. Uh, seven from 12. <laughs> we had one leg voided, obviously. They voided the Paddy Cripps 25 touches, so it must be a little... He got long. injured in the first quarter, so it's actually just a good bloke act from sports, Pat, I guess. Generous there. Hit on Melbourne, Sydney, Dacos 30, Brayshaw 25, uh, McRae 30, McGrath 25, and King 2 goals. Lost on Danger, Lloyd, which you called. Pies win, Dogs win, and Blues Lloyd went win. under 25? Yep, 24. Ah, uh, see, the ball was not back there enough. Well, he won by, what, 10 points? Yeah. Bit cat, bit of cat of the week material in that one there. So, um, <laughs> listen, I think we're going to get a nice blend this week. Uh, we're going to see how it all goes. Uh, you run through the games, Dreamer. So, shout out to yourself for putting that multi together last week. I actually, seven from 12, that's pretty good going. It's better than what we usually do. I actually got uh, Simo and uh, Rad's Mrs. Chloe actually wanted. So, shout out as well to them too. Hey, what, Sorry. Uh, Rad's Mrs. Chloe wanted the multi as well. Oh, really? Wow, that's so, a big shout that's a big, out. That's a big shout out. See, this is the stuff I'm not getting on the socials at the moment. Um, I'm really missing that aspect of it, and um, I'm not getting it back. But um, yeah, I'm missing a lot of stuff like that. So, big shout out. Shout out. Go through the games this week. Really looking forward to it. <gasps> Brisbane versus the Pies tomorrow night. The uh, Good Friday or Good Friday Eve clash. Uh, Brisbane's come out today and said it's their biggest game of the year in terms of revenue. They make more than a million dollars on this game. They haven't played for the last two years from COVID. Brisbane One million. Will, 
one million for the game on. Um, they reckon they sell absolutely everything out. Um, whether that I don't know exactly what that is. Stadium merchandise, whatever it is. So it's a full house there at the Gabba, at the Gabatron, and <laughs> Brisbane will win this game. It's by how much? And uh, for mine, the Rails haven't come off Collingwood, but that honeymoon period is over for them. And I can see this being a ten goal win to Brisbane, but we'll see how it goes. North Melbourne versus Bulldogs on the Friday. So we've got a double game this week. Is that right on the Friday? Uh, yeah, they don't Friday. clash though by the look of it, which no, is good. Don't. That's really good from the AFL fixturing department. You eating meat on Friday or no? Absolutely. North Melbourne versus the Bulldogs, 420 at Marvel. Uh, the Bulldogs need to bounce back. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll tip the Bulldogs. Not sure which way you're going to go on the multi. With the Eagles and the Swans at Optus Stadium. Now, this one's actually a little bit interesting. Um, I will be tipping Sydney for a safe tip, but do not be surprised if the Eagles get up here. A little bit of form off that win against the Pies down here, travelling. They look like they're building something at the moment. The Swans weren't convincing against North, so watch this space. St Kilda versus the Suns, 145 on the Saturday at Marvel. Um, Saints, we've talked about it. Lock it in. Um, Brendan Laid gets his first win as a head coach. Brett Ratton, obviously, he's got the cocoa at the moment. They'll be wanting to win for him. Shout out to Brad Hill, Dawn Plant. Um, kicked four goals on the weekend as a half forward, Steve. New role and um, not a caddish game at all. We've got Adelaide taking on Richmond, 435 at Adelaide Oval. Uh, look, I just can't see Richmond losing this game at all. I don't think Adelaide are very good at the moment, and I think Richmond um, are playing some right footy. Obviously, that win against the Bulldogs was good. Melbourne versus uh, the Giants at the MCG. Straight up, this is Melbourne all day, every day. Um, Leon Cameron, thoughts on Liam Cameron at the moment. Steve, over-unders on the season. Does he go before season's end, or does he coach the season out? Uh, if he's not the man, get rid of him now. Rip the band-aid off. No, he's had long enough. He's had a decent list. Very good list, some would say. Probably the best list over the past few years, talent-wise, mm. young talent-wise. Um, yeah, how you doing? Made a granny, I guess, but he just didn't take the ultimate no, prize. No, I remember, no, I remember the second come mm. on. You sound like a goddamn fucking no, St. Kilda supporter. I'm not saying that he deserves to move, uh, move, be the coach moving forward. I'm saying he made the granny, but unfortunately didn't take the chocolates and probably doesn't get him any more time. They, um, got, they got smashed, didn't they? They did get smashed, mm. didn't they? So if he wins a granny... Way like to get him up for the biggest bang, game of the year, Leon. Banked a couple of years, but yeah, he'll, he'll probably be moved on. Uh, we got Carlton, 140. Driving at, um at uh, the MCG on a Sunday, I'm going. Shout out with Dill Owens. I'm going with Dill Owens. So winding it back there. Old Shout school. out, Dill. Uh, look, hopefully we can win that game. It's a Mother's Day game on the Sunday. So a nice excuse to get away from the family for a couple of hours. So see how we go. Uh, we've got Essendon versus Fremantle. And I think, in my opinion, the game of the week on the Sunday, the last game, 440. Second last, I missed one. There's a, the Easter Monday game. Easter Monday game. Well, the second last game, it's your traditional last game time slot, 4.40 on a Sunday. It's the game of the week for mine. Steve, uh, how do you think you guys will go in that game? little sneak peek behind the curtain. I've taken Don's 1-39. to See the bombers fly up, up to win the premiership flag. Shout out to all our How SM. many we got? We've got, we got the reigning defending, obviously. Yep. Um... I'm not sure how many in the league, but shout out to a couple of the listeners out there. DH. Oh, yeah. He'd be wrapped with that win on the weekend. Kowza. Hernandez, Kowza, Haikam, Dixie. Um, he was wrapped up there on the Big coast. List. We watched it down, um, down at Burley or wherever we were on Miami um, that night, uh, that day. So 
Uh, there's a few out there. It's good to see Essendon supporters up and about at the moment. So um, I think I'll be tipping the Dockers, to be honest. But uh, we'll see how we go. And the last game is what game, Steve? Sorry. Uh, Hawthorne v Geelong, uh, Monday at the G, obviously. Hawthorne v Geelong is Geelong. Too easy for mine. Traditional. Yep, agreed. What's the multi? Uh, multi, we just stuck it to nine legs this week. Um, week. Lockie Neal, 30. You t- I'm going to read out. You tell me if you disagree. I agree. Jack McRae, 30. Sydney to win. Jack Steele, 25. Richmond at the line, which is only five and a half. It was a bit unders, to be honest. Thought it could have been higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melbourne to win. Blues to win, 1 to 39. Bombrays to win, 1 to 39. Danger anytime goal scorer. 25 on it to win 18 Hundy. I like it. Smashing. Smashing. Let's pop some multi madness. It's a big win this week, Steve, if that gets up. The only one that scares me a little bit is the Sydney West Coast, but um, look, I think Sydney will win it. So Sydney dollar sixty, thought mm. it was decent. That's good value. Uh, it's I suppose the big thing is if uh, West Coast get the brigade back, really. I'll slap a fifty pace on that for what it's worth. Um, just to put a little bit more on the account there. Not a big betting man, Steve, obviously you know, but um if you are gambling, gamble responsibly or don't. Or but don't. um do not buy a ticket, we'll not win the raffle. I do like that multi, so I'll be slapping something on it for sure. Thanks for that, Steve. Uh, Going to move on to our favourite segment, no doubt about it. It is um, is when we get to hear from a listener in particular and a coach in particular, and it's this week's Caller of the Week. Who we got, Steve? Give me a bell now. Okay, we've got, um, there's no other way of putting it, but we've got a heavyweight of the draft legends on air joining us here tonight. Um, it's at short notice that this man joined us. We had someone else penciled in, unfortunately, they pulled the pin, very weak of them, but this man has stepped up to the plate like he has in the past and like he does time and time again when asked of him. Formerly known, and you probably know him better as Crystal Mick, but he now goes by Mike Tomo Thomas. It's can't guard Mike. Let's go. Ooh. <laughs> Slick, what's happening, bro? Nah, not too much. You, you boys? Fuck all, just uh, potty night. What's not to love, sure? Long weekend oh, ahead. Favourite night of the week, Thursday, Thursday morning, favourite morning. He's Let's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. Saying the right things early. Fucking hate. Fucking hate. Crystal, speaking of Thursday mornings, obviously you got to me real early last Thursday morning. Um, would have been probably six o'clock. You got to me, um, obviously apologising to me, which was <laughs> you didn't need to apologise, but I do appreciate. Obviously, respectful. I, I called you out uh, on last week's pod. It was completely off the cusp. Like I was not planning. I just I, when I get heated up here. Uh, up in here, I just I start going off and I just go off. So I, I apologise for going off like that, but thank you for the message. Shh, nice and early on Thursday morning. So obviously you've been listening real early. What have you been doing um, to be up at that time listening, uh, Mike? I've actually um, I've actually changed the wake up time to a, a four thirty wake up now. 
Um, the past couple of weeks, I have been jumping on a spin bike, bumping out a sneaky 20K, but past two mornings, I've been hitting the streets and getting that nice run in. Oh, well uh, done. Looking after the health, mind, body, and soul. Uh, Tomo, love it. Best way to start the day. What a time to wake up, 4.30. I'm the 4 a.m. club wake up. I know the mastermind, uh, Nigel Nunger, is the 3 o'clock wake up. What so, do you do three? Uh, he goes to the gym Thank also. You. So there's not, not many of us online at that time at uh, 3.34 o'clock in the morning. But uh, the mastermind will be a big fan of you being up at 4.30, uh, Tomo. Let us know yeah, what time. Four, three o'clock, four o'clock and four o'clock. That's early. It's early. But Look, you're the, first to, um, you're the first up to attack life. And that's what I love about waking up at that time. You're beating everybody to get the day. And um, what, what a time. time to to, what time do you all go to bed then? Oh, 9.30, 10 o'clock. Not too, early, not too early, but mm. it's not like 7 o'clock or anything. You, you, uh, Tomo, what time do you hit the sheets? I, I actually push it a bit. Like I actually run the um, 10 to 10.30, sometimes 11. Oh, that's ballsy. I like yeah. that operation. High risk, high reward. Well done. That's it. That's let's get into the questions, though, Mike. Uh, the first thing we need to talk about uh, simply is your alias on the socials at the moment. Uh, everyone's talking about it. I'm getting asked about it wherever I go. Um, who is Mike <laughs> Thomas? Who is Mike Thomas? <laughs> Um, there's a rumour circulating at the moment that you actually lost your phone at Teppanyaki and uh, all your accounts got hacked, uh, hence, the, hence the change in the name. Uh, we need to hear it from you, though. What is your setup there? All righty. Look, the rumour the, the rumor is true, but, look, it wasn't actually Teppanyaki, but I kind of like to sound that better, so I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to run with Teppanyaki's. Yeah, good call. Um, <laughs> so fucking whatever. Lost the phone. Um, I came straight home, jumped on the computer, um, deleted all the socials just so I, I didn't get fucked with too hard and like straight up I, I'd kind of always wanted an alter ego and um, Mike Thomas was born <laughs> the birth of Mike Thomas and there it is lost your phone at Teppanyaki accounts hacked um, deleting um, for privacy issues and regaining the new alias um, love it and just just a little FYI Thomas is actually my middle name Wow, oh, so you, okay. Okay, so you are Mark, Mike Thomas Scans. <laughs> there we go. There's a little bit of an insight to uh, the draft legends playing at home. Um, there we go. Uh, Mike, thank you for your time, mate. Uh, we know you love a draft day. You're one of the great draft days enthusiasts on the NFL fantasy circuit. How did you enjoy the draft day at Chris's this year, and how do you think you went? I do love a draft day. You're not wrong there. Um, yeah, uh, fucking draft day at Chris O's was fucking good. Um, be- beautiful new joint that Chris O's got there. Yeah, shout out. Shout out, um, shout out. Yeah, shout out. Shout out. The um, Euros was spot on as per, and Chris was a fucking great host. Um, overall, I wasn't that disappointed with me drafting, but there's always that select few, you know, you're humming and hollering about. But, you know, pretty pretty happy overall. Overall, pretty happy with it. Look, you were in good shape that day, uh, Mike. You were, um, you were a good. Um, what's a word for it? You were good company. Let's put it that way. Company. Good company, uh, as we've just mentioned. Draft day enthusiast. Uh, you just want good energy on draft day, and you brought that as you walked in the door. So, shout out to yourself. Fucking it. Thank you. It's credit Thank to you, you. Uh, Tomo. Um, currently two and two on the year. Me and you have spoken about this off air. And uh, obviously, you're happy about it. Um, I know that. But you're coming off a huge win uh, against a notorious trade rapist, 2PR. Um, how did the win feel on the weekend? And how are you feeling about things at the moment after the opening four rounds? Two and two, you're still in the hunt. Um, talk us through it. 
oh, the fucking uh, the wind felt great, but also slightly cheap. Um, I, I feel like if Cripper didn't go down early for two PR, I'd probably be sitting at one and three. So very handy win for myself, but I can't really gloat about it. Oh, everyone gets injuries um, in those scans. Take it, take it. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I mean, it did hurt being being back at Crips. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'll, de- I'll definitely take the win. Double-edged sword. I feel like it, I feel like I'm in a um a good position, but we'll see after this weekend as I'm going up against the coach of the decade, the Warners. Oh, tough matchup. Speaking of, um, pretty tough matchup. Yeah. On that note, you're coming up against the Warners, as you mentioned. It's the hardest task in Supercoach coming up against the Warner Marys. Uh How do you see it playing out? And is there any tricks up your sleeve? Well, I figured. Um, Probably going to be the biggest challenge of the super coach year. I mean, it is the fucking wanners. Um, but at the same time, I'm a lot more confident than I was last season. So, you know what? Let's fucking get it. Love the confidence. As for the trick, well, you might just have to wait and see, I'm afraid, Jen. Love that. Keeping the, the cards close to your chest. You can't reveal too much because um, we know that wanners is a massive listener. Any intel for the wanners, he'll use against you. So, um, the less you speak. Ooh, yeah. The less <laughs> shout out to the Wanners. The less you say, the less less is more here. Um, yeah, look, the Wanners. We just want to speak about that. It is the hardest task in Supercoach. It's a well-known thing. You come up against the Wanners, you're in for an absolute dogfight. But um, Scans, as you said, like you're feeling confident this season. You're having a better season than last season. Better start for sure. Jack McRae doing plenty at the moment. One fifty plus on the week. Uh, things I'm are going all right for you at the moment. Yeah, fucking it, fucking it. I'm uh, like my team a lot better more than last year as well. Um, feel like I made a couple of good choices and paying off for me. And, and now I've been hitting the waiver a fair bit too. Just, just got to um, ho- ho- uh, hopefully pull off one of those big wave, uh, waiver pickups. He's uh, he's confident this week. Yeah, you are. Uh, tips are going to be interesting when they come in anyway. Mm. Um, Car Guard Mike is your team name. We here on the panel know the origin, but for the other coaches and listeners <laughs> out there, can you explain it? Uh, explain it to them. Oh, okay. Well, for the non-NFL fans out there, there's a uh, there's a gun wide receiver that plays for the New Orleans Saints called Michael Thomas. Um, basically, his Twitter handle is Can't Guard Mike because he simply cannot be guarded. Fucking statement, you ask me. Love that. It's, it's Mike Thomas fully invested. It is a statement. It's an absolute statement <laughs> if I've ever seen it. Unguardable. Mike Thomas. Cannot be guarded. Absolutely appreciate you being on board with us tonight at short notice. Less than an hour's notice, actually, or an hour and a bit. Uh, now clicking over to 7.30. It's a little bit late recording, so appreciate you making some time for us and taking the call. Um, you having a great, a pleasure. You're having a great season so far. All the best for this week and the, uh, the rest of the year ahead and looking forward to chatting to you at some other point. No, nah, fucking no. I appreciate that highly, boys. Enjoy the rest of the pod and looking forward to listening tomorrow. On your mic. Love your work. Mike Thomas. Can't guard Mike. And Cheers, mate. See you, Mick. Gotcha. Just a pleasure as always, really. Absolute trait. Absolute trait for us and the listeners out there. Short notice. He's just... He's just known for it. The amount of times I've called him at short notice for something in terms of jumping on a call or doing something along those lines for me. And he's never said no. And uh, really applaud that as from myself personally. And the kids are happy about that too. <laughs> what a caller. Um, that'll move us into our most important segment of the show though, Steve. If it was not for this part of the show, 
or this segment, the show simply would not exist. The league simply would not, would not exist. We would not have Supercoach. Come it's on. this week's head-to-head matchups. Let's fucking go. Tips, Steve. Uh, big week. Week four tips. Uh, the Dean, Dean Penis Skins went four from nine. The Cron Hunter goes seven from nine, thanks to the first week of the double points for the head-to-head matchup of the week as What'd well. What do you think of it? Uh, it's a good addition. Uh, very good addition. I like it. Makes a lot of thought into the whole thing, so so love it. It's uh, ri- it spices up that matchup too. I think if it wasn't spiced up enough, being the head to head matchup of the week, the double tips just bang. Jeez, it really fucking spices it up. Do it all ahead. So that still puts you two up on the year after round four. Pending what? Pending. Pending what? Pending what? You tell me. Oh, you're suggesting it. Well, or you're I asking suggest it. it. So. We had a tip on the AFLW grand final. We did. We weren't going to speak about the AFLW, but nah, it's we'll brought up now. A little bit. It's uh, it's all over newsy. Um, Crows defeat Melbourne in a barn burner. Um, I think the over under was thirty six. Hit the unders. No, the tip was just Adelaide or yeah, Melbourne. yeah. And I got the tip right, so I'm adding this to the official record. You are. No, yeah. I'm not. No, I, I'm asking. Are we? I don't think we should. Well, I just want to get your thoughts. I think it's um I think the I think the game the AFLW and the tip has had enough traction for it to earn a tip correct oh. for yourself so I'm happy to pay that I did tip the days you tip the crows you get that tip correct we'll add it to you I'm one up on the year after that I'll take any win I can get at the moment and that's the second last time we'll speak about the AFLW this season <laughs> let's get into the head to head matchup so excuse me. Uh, first game of the week, the Green Demons, 11.89, coming up against the reigning, defending, defending Scribe V3 with a projected score of 11.57. This is a tough tip, genuinely. I'm going to tip the reigning, defending Scribe V3. I'm going to give the man credit. Uh, he's one and three. He will bounce off last week's loss. The Green Demons, unfortunately, will go zero and five, but... I think this will be really close, and I would not be surprised at an upset this week, but I will be tipping the reigning defending champ. I am calling the upset, and I'm going with the Green Demons. Wow. Uh, his point scored this year has been uh, mildly impressive towards that bottom half of the table, I think. I uh, think he's been unlucky. It's a healthy projection, pushing 12 arms, so uh, I'm going to take the Demons there, and uh, apologies to Scribe. Like the tip. Next matchup. We've got a uh, big heavyweight here. Get on the Geary with a projected score of 11.68. Coming up against the division killer with a projected score of 12.67. Another tough one. I really want to tip the Geary's. I really want to tip the Geary's. So I'm going to tip the Geary's. Bang, I was actually going to tip the division killer, but I've backed the Geary's in the last two weeks and he's done me a solid and, and got me the, the dub both weeks. So I'm going to feed that hand. They've been cheap as fuck wins, I'm going to be honest. Um, apologies, Geary's. You're running real well against who you're coming up against. And it's got to be a tougher hit, of the, hit out this week against a division killer. He's no pushover at the moment, a division killer. He's knocking around scores of 1,200 thereabouts week in, week out. So uh, the Geary's is going to have to bring his best game to this matchup to win this week. But I will back him in to do that. And shout out to himself and Chloe. Um. Yeah. Shout outs. Shout outs. Well deserved. Shout uh, out to Geary I'm gonna HQ. take <laughs> Geary HQ. I'm gonna take the Divi kills to bounce back after his first loss last week. Fair tip. Uh, the next game. This one for mine could have been the matchup of the week. It was 
It was. It really could have been. It probably should have been, but it's not. And that's fair enough. And uh, the matchup is the Hueys making me Hewitt with a projected score of 1269 coming up against the Blazers with a projected score of 1273. They are monster projections. They are fair projections. The Hueys coming just short of a huddo. Could have easily topped 1400. Uh, The Blazers, I was with him uh, on the Friday night and boy, oh boy, was he on fire. (laughs) Um, that, That sort of stuff, when you see that in the flesh, that's a man that, you don't want to tip against, but um, geez, I'm going to have to keep my lips wrapped around the Hueys cock for one more week. And I'm going to tip the Hueys this week. Um, I'll see him at the game on Sunday, Carlton versus Port Adelaide. I'll get random again this week. Big shout out to the Blazers and Blazers HQ. Uh, Him and the Petersons, we've formed a bit of an alliance over the last couple of seasons. Big fan of the Blazers. So uh, best of luck to those guys this week. It's going to be tight. I was honestly going to tip whoever you didn't. So on that note, I'm just taking the Blazers there. That's fair enough. And so it's going to be a massive hit out that game. Next game, we've got the Con Hunter yourself, Steve. 1068 coming up against Burnt to a crisp with a projected score of 1062. Steve, I know we've gone each other way so far, but uh, I am going to tip yourself this week. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to tip yourself to get off the board. I tipped you last week. It's this week you get off the mark. Oh. I've warned you I'm untippable. I would love to mush myself here as well. Um, I just can't do it. I'm not a musher. Uh, the mush did work for you last week, might I add. Yep. Uh, but I'm going to have to tip myself with Fair zero confidence. But uh, best of luck to Burn to a Crisp. Yeah, Burn to a Crisp, he's, um, he's having a not a bad season, like two and two. He's had the injuries, obviously, we know about he's had that. The injury, injury from hell so far. Bad, but. Um, just those scores at the moment. He's not pumping up monster scores. I think your team is capable of going real large. So whether it happens this <laughs> week or not, nice. whether it happens this week or not, I'm not sure. I think the Chris will put up a respectable 1100. Um, and whether or not you can beat that. You haven't top 1060 for the year though, Steve, have you? <laughs> no, you I mentioned know, before. Yes, I mentioned before. I think this is the week. This is the week. I hope so. Desperately need it. Um, so can, we'll shout out to you then for tipping me, I guess. Thanks. Um, next up, we've got Timbo Slice, a projected score of 10.90. Goes up the up against the Crypto Coach with a monster projection, 12.44. I'm going to go ahead and take the Crypto here. I'm going to give my support to Timbo Slice. Uh, I love what he's been doing on and off the socials and on and off the Supercoach circuit. Uh, he's a good man, Timbo. Uh, big advocate of his. Uh, it was a big reason why he came into the league this year. He's my man and your man. He's our man. Yeah, man. Um, and the I league's think, man. And I, he's the league's man. He's the people's man. And I think he's going to get the people's tip this week, and he'll get my tip. Timbo Slice, ten ninety. I think he'll he'll go overs on that. He's getting the clan back together. Uh, he's got Yo not far away. Uh, he's got Imbi back now. He's um he's, he's he's done well on the waiver. He's picked up Rochelle off the waiver. He's he's doing a lot. He's doing plant. And uh, Timbo Slice, he gets off the mark. It's a big matchup this one as well. This will be tight. I like it. I like it. Next up, we have the Noongar. Projected score of 11.88. Goes up against Cotton, King of the North, 11.69. Um, two and two for Noong. One and three for Cotton. Big matchup. I'm going stick to with, stick with my man. We're not going to go the Noong. He burnt me last week, Nige, the mastermind. Yeah, I think it was a down week for, for his whole team, really. He burnt me last week, but... Um the King of the North, that score he put up against the Crisps, it's, uh, it wasn't far off the Noonga score, but I think uh, the Mastermind might just get the chocolates this week. So I'll be tipping the Mastermind as well. Big shout-out to Cotton, though. 
Yeah, big shout out. Keep uh, grinding. Hope he's you, hope you, hope doing well. Uh, next matchup, we've got our caller of the week. Can't guard Mike. Projected score of 11.40 up goes up against the coach of the decade, the Wanners, with a projected score of 12.88. Uh, it's Wanners still further notice for me. I'd love to tip Can't guard Mike. Um, I love tipping our caller of the week. I'm not going to do it this week. Uh, I just he's coming up with the coach of the decade, undefeated, top scorer in the league. I can't tip that, but um, I, I do love tipping the caller of the week. But I, but I'm not going to do, do it. I'm not going to do it. I, I feel like I'm trying it's to rev myself up to do it. I feel like I'm trying to rev myself up to do it. Tell you what, if Carl Gardner gets his dub, um, his season's well and truly underway. Yeah, sure, don't want to change it. No, I'm not going to change it <laughs> because if I do that, then it's like I have to tip the caller of the week every week. That's what it is because if I'm going to tip the call a week this week against the top of the table coach of the decade, then I have to do it every week, you know. So I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm tipping the Wanners. Well, he, Big shout out to Car Guard Mike though, Tomo. Um, it's going to be a good game. It's interesting. Sorry, Skins. Um, I thought Dream would have tipped you there anyway. Uh, really, <laughs> in our last matchup of the week, we've got two P Res. Uh, great mail. Eleven uh, nineteen goes up against the Inform Blueys backyards. Eleven fifty four. Tough one here. Two PR for mine. Two PR. Two after PR. The mail. Two PR for mine. After the mail, um, he's called me out. He's yeah. Look, it's 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 two PR. Thing got unlucky last week. I'm I'm sticking with a man that served me well on the tips this year. I'm going with Blue's backyards. Um, I think he's just safe to say he's had the most uh, surprising, no one saw it coming kind of season so far. Uh, I'm going to pay him some respect and take Blue's Backyards as well. They've also been in heavy trade negotiations this week, 2PR and Blue's Backyards. This could have been the <laughs> head-to-head matchup of the week. They haven't been able to broker a deal as of yet, um, recording 7.36 uh, on the 13th of, March, uh, 13th of April. But um, there's a lot in this game. There's a lot of hatred. Uh, there's a bit of backstory. <laughs> there's a big rivalry. They go at it every season. Um, so, yeah, big, big game. Good call. That'll move us on to the most important part of the most important part of the show. Um, it's got heaps on it now with this extra tip. It is this week's head-to-head matchup we of the week. It's time. Uh, it was pretty simple for me this week, to be honest. Uh, I reward the boys at the top of the table when I uh, lay out the matchups. So I'm taking Dean Peterson's objected score of 12.58 going up against the Baggies, 11.61. Second v. Third. That's all you really need to know about this one. Both 3-1 on the year. Healthy projections for both. Crucial matchup here. Winner here sets and cements themselves in the top four. Uh, the clear pick for round five. Head-to-head matchup of the week. Yep. I think my projection's a little bit over. So I think I had a couple of players... Um, named on my field that weren't actually playing this week just to see how my team was shaping up in the next couple of weeks. So it's probably a little bit over, but I will back myself in against the Debaggies this week. I'm not going to mush it this week. Uh, shout out to Debaggies for starters, uh, for that great piece of mail. Um, best of luck this week on the game. Uh, absolute gentleman in the super coach department. He's got probably the best etiquette in the league. And... Um, We'll reach out a couple more times as the week goes on. But, yeah, big shout-out to Baggy. It's going to be a huge hit-out mm. uh, and really looking forward to the game. But I will tip myself. No mush this week? No mush this week. It wasn't a deliberate mush last week. I went for who I thought was going to win, uh, and I am doing that again this week. So I think it'll be a good hit-out, but I think I will I think I think will get the win. I'm taking the Baggies. 
taking the baggies. I'm going to pull away on tipping this week. We've got a lot of different this week as well. We have a lot of different, so it's going to be very interesting to see how this shapes up. Great, great week of games. Great batch of games. Also, shout out to Make Me Hewitt Blazers. Stiff not to get it this week. Very stiff. Who was the were one of them the head to head matchup last week? Potentially, no, they weren't. No. Yeah, pretty stiff yeah, there. Very stiff. The Hueys has been a head to head matchup this this year though. Um, the Blazers just doing the Blazers things. Dark horse banging doors down, going about his business, just dominating uh, in New South Wales um, or Queensland, wherever he is in Byron there. So love it. They were our matchups. Best of luck to everybody this week, round five. Uh, hopefully, you can get a dub. Hopefully, those. Um, Teams that haven't won one yet can get a dub as well. So join the join the party. I'm going to move on to the applauses this week. It's what caught our eye. Steve? First applause on the week. Mike Thomas's sports viewing setups on Sunday had the UFC, NBA, Masters and AFL. That's a true sports fan right there. We didn't talk to him about that, but, geez, I, I missed it on the socials. Apparently it was um, it was big. So I haven't actually seen the setup, but um, apparently it was a ridiculous setup. And you're right, big sports fan. A lot of respect there. Couldn't pick which one. Uh, Next up, applause goes to Mike Thomas again for actually taking the caller of the week tonight with uh, only one hour's notice. Doesn't happen often, so shout out there as well. It's a good man. It's a good man, Tomo. My applause, I've got a few this week. There's a bit that caught my eye. So uh, this one's been going all year, but um, I thought it was – Rightfully so and rightfully timed to get around it. And this is uh, on the couch segment on uh, Fox Footy uh, and it's new 6.30 time slot this year. Really enjoying it pre-360. I don't get around 360 all the time, but on the couch I've always been a big fan of and it's really nice to have it there at 6.30. There's the replay at 8.30 again, so it's just a straight double up, but you get the option if you're thereabouts at 6.30, so I really enjoy that um, from Fox Footy. Uh, sticking with the uh, TV show theme here, um, this is for Robbo not having COVID yet. <laughs> Mentioned it on 360 last night. He flexed it, actually. Um, he asked, uh, what's his name? What's Jared. It? Jared. He asked Jared if he had COVID yet. And Jared said, yeah, I've had it once. And then Robbo's like, yeah, I haven't had it. So he flexed it. He's flexed. He flexed it. And it's a fair Good flex. Flexed. I haven't had COVID yet either. So Touch um, I'm not going around flexing it like Robbo, but... Um, I'm anti-vax, Robbo, so are you flexing that? Or well, I'm not too sure, but um, yeah, I like that from Robbo. T's and P's to uh, Big Razor, got the cocoa at the moment. Razor styring? Stingrays. Fuck. Yeah, he's laid up on couch. Big groggy last couple sure, of days. He wouldn't be handling it well. He doesn't handle things like that well. <laughs> he's, um, I think he's be, enjoying kicking the feet up, though. Yeah, I think it would be affecting his health, though. He's got, he's got this week off and then the union break, another two-week holiday, so easy. not the worst thing. It's too easy for Stingray, shout out. Uh, another applause. This is uh, 2PR. Um, he's in the good <laughs> basket here, this one. It's for continuously referring to himself in the third party. So whether it's personal messages, whether it's on the socials, in the emails, in person, he's just strictly referring to himself as 2PR now. And um, I absolutely love it. I love it as well. And I don't think we're going to have any um, pushback on that. I think everybody loves it. Good call. Got one more. Uh, this one, a bit close to the heart. This one came in late, um, five minutes before recording. actually backed off the recording to watch this video. And this is uh, Liam Stocker coming out with a public video uh, talking about his anxiety and mental health issues. 
a delayed recording by five minutes. I had to watch a video. I got a link from the Hueys um, before recording. Didn't know it was going to be a video, but watched it. Uh, we're both big advocates of mental health. Good call. Good mental health and ma- mental health awareness. Myself and the Hueys and, and yourself, Steve. So uh, have a watch of the video if you haven't. Uh, it's a very personal video of Liam Stocker and his life. Uh, it's only five minutes. Uh, it's good insight to life of an AFL player dealing with these uh, problems and issues. Um, good insight as to what they have to go through. Everyone goes through it. Um, I've gone through it. You've gone through it. We've all gone through it. We all go through it day to day, potentially. Um, we're all lucky enough to have people around us to talk to about it and get through it. Good so call. big shout out to Stock. Get around your mates. Reach out. Um, open up. Whatever it is. And um, yeah, just be there for each other. Shout out to Stocker. Yeah. So really like that. It's a good one there. It's uh, it's in the nomination basket for the end of the year. Really like the video. Someone has to get up on the socials if the Hueys hasn't already. So liked it. Gonna move on to our next segment. It is this week's You Cannot Be Serious. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Steve. All right. First one hits close to home. Uh, it's 2PR claiming one of the all-time great first halves from Draper in the Crows-Dons game uh, over the serious, weekend. One kick, three handballs, serious. one mark. Whether it was a piss take or not, uh, you just don't say that to the fantasy gods. They're always listening. Um, they'll, they'll come back and bite you in the ass. Just uh, a touch disgraceful there from 2PR. Better than that. Yeah. Well, is he? He is better than that. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> um, that's bad fantasy etiquette. We all know the fantasy gods are a real thing as well. You're obviously the owner of Draper. You're lucky enough not to see it on the weekend, uh, that comment. But um, he, was, he finished on 78. Yeah, he did. This was the first half. This I think he was on 11 at this point, and he was just... Oh, so they're already listening to the second half. What was that, sorry? They're, the fantasy gods are already listening to the yeah, second half. Yeah, they are. With they all are. They've up. worked in your favour. They've yep. given the 2 pay the loss. So it's almost instant fantasy karma there. Um, you just do not do that. I'm not sure if it went under the radar. It didn't go under our radar here, but... Um, that is a disgrace from 2PR <laughs> for mine. It's bad fantasy etiquette. And um, he's better than that. Is he? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Rinsed. <laughs> what else we got? Um, this will be the last time I mentioned The AFLW still clogging up the news feed. Report cards, shit. changing of coaching personnel, player movement. Uh, give us a fucking spell. My proposal needs to be a separate AFLW app or like a section on the AFL app. For example, the NBA does not have all the WNBA in their app, true? I'm not an NBA fan, but I'm assuming they wouldn't. Yep. They don't. Yeah. Well, they don't. Yeah, they don't. I'm, I'm just going to say they don't. Yep. So a uh, little upgrades needed there. Maybe new CEO can get that kicking, but uh, there That's we go. That's a great suggestion from yourself, Steve. Um, Separate app. Separate up. Separate up for the AFLW lovers. Absolutely. Don't have to don't muddy the water, yep. as they say. There's a lot out there at the moment. It's um, just still going, isn't it? I thought it'd be yeah, over, but anyway. It. Anyway, that's the last time we're talking about it officially. We're not going to bring up AFLW again, or we are. No, we're done. We're done. We're officially for the, done. Uh, yeah. All right. Um next nomination. This was a nomination, Steve. This, this was nominated was from another coach. From another coach. I was going to say, I don't know much about this, so not gonna, not do you know name. the backstory? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm not going to name names, but uh, and we're going to leave it as this YCBS. I think people will not understand as it's read. All right. 
Uh, so this comes in from a nomination from another coach. 2PR treating the trade game like it's a game of Pokemon cards. You can't be serious, Barbara man. Barbara Streisand. Uh, not taking it seriously, apparently. Ludicrous offers, hard to deal with, thinks it's all a game. Uh, backstory? Uh, well, there's not really a backstory. It's just, a standard, it it's just a standard 2PR play. Uh, it's an <laughs> attempted power move, and not sure how that's going for him at the moment, but he's simply not making him friends. And um, to be honest, he, uh, the way he's going in the trade game, he's going to have nobody at his funeral. It's not a nomination from myself, but I have dealt with that in the past. But um, look, he's a shrewd operator, so it's also an applause because he's one of the toughest men to deal with on the trade table. When he gets things done, it's on his terms. So you have to applaud that. Have to respect. You have to applaud that. Good call. Thanks for the nomination as well. Yeah, YCBS for me is uh, this one. Look, this is just a YCBS for me, and this is cotton picking up Dom Sheet off the waiver. Now, before I get into it, I have to applaud um, his bravery and confidence in... Confidence is key there, I think. ...in, in what he's doing because um, this is why. He's he's picked up Kyle Langford, who's injured for eight weeks, and, and Dom Sheed, who's injured for another four to six weeks over the past two weeks. Um, he's already holding on to the Salem injury from round one um, for another four to six weeks, um, and he's now dealing with Lysette injury. And Lacocious injury, which time frames are unknown. Maybe one week, maybe two weeks, who knows? But at the end of the day, that's five injuries. He's going to pick up two long-term injury players off the waiver in the past two weeks. Unknown time frame. He's one and three on the year. Um, I'm not sure this is the approach that our great man and great friend King of the North should be taking, but I have to applaud his confidence. He must see himself at the pointy end of the season. And getting through this tough patch without these players and without waiver activity, he must think the waiver's trash. But for mine, it's a you can't be serious. Uh, I think he needs to... Listen, I think it, it all depends on Lysette and Lukosius. If they if they only miss a couple, one max, if any, I guess, um, that'll, be a, that'll be a watch this space. Mm. Interesting, though. It is. Shout out King of the North. Uh, the last one for mine is uh, after five rounds into the season, six blokes still haven't fixed up their entry fee. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. It's real ordinary behaviour. I believe I'm one, aren't I? You are, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. But yours always comes in eventually. But, um, yeah, look, a, a few blokes are on notice. So I'm not on the socials to name and shame. Otherwise, I would already. But uh, you know who you are out there. Get those funds in or reach out and say, I can't get the funds for this reason. I'll do it on air. Um, how, much, how much is Ench? Uh, 150 for you. It's 100 for everybody else. You got a discount then. It's an 0 4 deposit. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Got to move on to the Paz of the Week segment. Hey, man, I am get to the Ben Cavs house. Uh, this is a nomination from somebody in particular. I'm not too sure who it is, probably from a few people. Um, apparently, people think it's worthy of a nom. Fair enough. It will get nommed if people request it. Uh, we'll have a look at it, and it's probably fair enough. Steve, I know you think it's a nom, so... Uh, this is Mr. Untouchable going off the grid, uh, getting a new phone number and deleting all forms of social hey media. Man, I am get to the Ben Cavs house. 
Um, I don't want to take anything away from the nomination, so I'm going to leave it at that. Um, it looks like a Paz <laughs> from the outside looking in, as Sammy A would say. It, it definitely looks like a Paz. That is as Pazzy as it gets almost, but there's more to it than that. But I'll, I'll cop the nom, uh, and it does look Pazzy as fuck. Goes in the basket, I guess. It's absolutely. It's the probably people fr- have spoken. If you didn't know anything about anything, it looks like a front runner. It may take it out this year. So, um, interesting basket. We didn't have a Paz of the Year basket last season because we only brought it in late. Thanks yeah, to Puff true. and Pat actually nominating that as a segment. So, I really appreciate that from the um, from the freight train, um, Puff and Pat. So, um, going to be a good basket this year. Going to move on to a new segment, really wrapping up this ass into the pod here. It's, uh, it's a good one. It's the Draft Legends Hall of Fame. Steve, we have an inductee for each part, the Hall of Fame and the Wall of Shame this week. We do. In comes Big Dick Gil McLaughlin. Um, worthy? Absolutely. Done a lot for the game. And he's a good man. He's a really good man. He seems like a fun guy. And we're, about, we're guy. about that yeah, here. Yeah, good call, good call. So Gil in. I don't think he'll win it though. Nah. Is there a, is oh, there can, a, can you win the Hall of Fame? I don't know. We'll put it to the list. Yeah, it'll go in. If, the, if there was a winner for the Wall of Shame, this man would win it. For inducted into the Wall of Shame this week, up there with the Tom Morris of the world, it's Tex Walker. Um, expected to be back not so fast. We don't forget here at the Draft Legends what you've done. You racist cunt. <laughs> you dog. Um, an easy entry this week, Steve. We wanted to let him get a game in before we... Um, want his name back in the, in the his, media. Yeah, we wanted his name back in the media. He had a great game last weekend, but it does not shy away from your behaviour uh, in the off-season and late part of last year. So he's a worthy inductee in the wall of shame and building a really nice list he, there as well. He might, uh, he might be tough to beat. Really liked it. No more. Willie Rioli still doesn't get the gig. Another week. In the... Hall of Fame. Oh, I'm saying, has it been confirmed? Um, I don't know. He should be in there regardless, but um, we'll wait until there's some confirmation on his... Yeah. I hope he relapses. <laughs> He's um, got one foot in the door already. For our sake. Nah, nah. There's one more little jut and you'll be him. in. Can't wish anything like that. Nearly end of pod, but time enough for one more segment. Let's get to know the Cron Hunter. Let's go. What do we got? All right, Steve, we've got a nice basket here. We've had a couple of nominations this week. Perfect. Um, And I've tried to fill the gaps with some other ones. So nice and crispy ones tonight. First one, I know you're a big fan of both of these, Steve. Slides or Air Maxes? Which do you prefer, slides or Air Maxes? Slides. Wow. Slides, slides are dope. All occasion you can you can pull them off. Love the slides. Any specific brand? Uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with some OG knife slides. That is, what, I mean, you just got to have primo comfort under the uh, under the foot. That's what it comes. Do you reckon down uh, to. knife should potentially sponsor you um, and maybe get your own um, line of knives? Maybe the Cron knives or something. Cron like knives. I might need to do Cron, something. Cron slides. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Cron, Cron slides. I like that. I'm doing plenty. Anyway, Madden or Two K, Steve. 2K NBA. 2K NBA. Oh, tough one. I'm going to say NBA career mode, but Madden in general. All right, there we go. 
This one's for the punters out there. Slots or trackside? Slots or trackside? Trackside. Big trackside. Track Sam, yeah, what number track do you go? Side. What number do you go? You'd be going the 12, wouldn't lucky you? Lucky sevens. Always lucky, lucky sevens. Lucky sevens. Shout out. Um, the pros or the strippers, Steve? Wow. I went to Kittens on uh, Sunday night. Extremely disappointed. So I'll take pros. How was? If you're, uh, if you're gonna, I mean, if you're gonna end up spending two hundred on lappies, I mean, you're almost there anyway. So, yeah. how you doing? Some people like the teas. Yeah, I didn't. You mean walk around the half rage? But anyway, we, we move on. Now, this is the last one. We sure do move on. We move on to the toughest question of the night. <laughs> um, no one wants to split hairs between these two. You'd rather them just both. But um, juice or ice, Steve. <laughs> On air, officially, juiced or ice. Oh, God. <laughs> Give me ice. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's good. So, speaking of ice, um, I want to tell a little story that happened to me on the weekend. Hopefully, everyone's happy to listen for another two or three minutes. Um, woke up on Sunday morning uh, on the Goldie. Uh, Mermaid Waters, to be precise, location at Deeks and Mitch's joint. Um, I was the only one. I, my routines get up at 4, 4.30. I was up at 5 o'clock. Even on holidays. Oh, yeah. I can't sleep in. This is key. Even after a big night on the seafood banquet and um, on the cocktails. Uh, they were great, by the way. Uh, woke up 5 o'clock the next morning, went down the beach, walked down there. Um, I didn't take any shorts up to the Goldie. I just thought it was going to be raining, but it was actually hot as fuck. So I just mispacked. So I had no shorts. Walked down the beach in my jocks. And um, had a swim, half hour, come back, having a vape, walking down the main street of Gold Coast, not Cavill Avenue or anything, but, you know, very public. And when you're up at that time in the Goldie, it's different to here. There's not many people awake here at 5 o'clock, but the Goldie is pumping at 5 and 6 o'clock. There's cunts on the beach, cunts on the streets. It's all happening. Cunts out for breakfast. You walk past a few breakfast joints. So I'm walking back in my jocks, walking down the street, and some lady comes comes walks past me and she says um oh hello good morning and i saw it was on my phone didn't say i said oh good morning how are you um so where are you been they were going for a swim I said yeah i've been for a swim she goes how's the water i said it was fucking beautiful actually and she goes oh great and i said i've got to keep moving anyway i've got somewhere to be but um you enjoy your day and she goes god bless you Okay, no so worries. It's a little bit strange God bless you i think when you start blessing god and stuff it gets a little bit like uh, a bit weird anyway so i kept walking 100 metres later, maybe 10 seconds, she yells out, oh, hey. And I turned around. I go, oh, hey. I kept walk, walk. She goes, can I ask you something? I walk back to her. And um, she's got a greyhound. And she's got like it's 25, 30 degrees in the morning. She's got a big like raincoat on. She's a little bit, not junky, but like a little bit scummy. Tweaky. Yeah, a little bit tweaky. Yeah, yeah. Nice lady though. Walk back up to her and she goes, um, you wouldn't happen to have anything, would you? And I go, have anything what? And she goes, um, recreational. <laughs> And I said, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm actually not a drug user. And she goes, well, you fucking look like one. <laughs> That's, that should have been the applause. That's a barb. And, um, and I said, um, that's actually completely fair enough. Um, I know I look like one. I always get asked for drugs, which I do. Anywhere I go, someone's asking me for drugs. And it's fair enough. And um, I said, sorry, I can't help you. Um, unfortunately, I'm not from here. I'm from Melbourne. I uh, just came up here um, for a swim. She goes, I fucking doubt that. <laughs> just for a swim. Like, I just missed me words up. But she was funny. Shout out to her. Hopefully she got her hit. 
Uh, but she told me next time I come up, I need to know somebody because she'll be asking me again. So there you go. She's laid it out. Shout out to that lady. Nice little story there. Uh, I really hope she um, she got onto whatever she was after. But um, yeah, T's and P's. If I don't have it up there in that time of the morning, I'm not sure who's going to find it for you. Yeah, I'm not sure who you're going to ask next. Anyway, that's end of pod. Anyway. Great episode, a little bit over the runtime, One thirty-four tonight. Um, big shout-out, first of all, to our caller of the week at Short Notice Scans, um, Mike, Mike Dirty, Mike Thomas. Um, really appreciate him jumping on board at late notice. Um, shout-out to yourself, Steve, again, just getting the business done after a big weekend. Uh, it doesn't matter what you do, you always get it done. Uh, and shout-out to the Mints, as usual. Uh, he's a good man. Hopefully you can talk a dub this week. Uh, well said, Dreamer. Pleasure as always, my friend. Uh, shout out, well said, to Can't Guard Mike for jumping on short notice. Uh, good luck to everyone in their head-to-head matchups this week. Round five, let's fire up. Uh, shout out to the Wanners in the UK. And shout out to the fucking Mints. Um, that's all we're going to do. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to The Draft Legends. Do you think Mince listens this far? Yep. He hasn't gotten to me about any shout-outs, so I'm doing this. I'm leaving this on now to see if he actually listens to this far in the pod. Um, if you're listening, Mince, big shout-out to yourself. I'm expecting a text message from you tomorrow because I don't have your number. Obviously, new phone, new number. So get a text message over to me. Um, really appreciate that if you could. Um, and, yeah, once again, big shout-out to yourself, Mince. Shout-out.